Welcome to the Boozy Blondes Podcast. She's Molly. And she's Chrissy. We're best friends on a quest to bring you all things boozy. Let's get lit. Pop. Fizz. Clink. Let's drink. Today's episode is one for the beer drinkers and music lovers. Come with us to Northeast Florida as we visit Disco Witch Brewing, where funky beer and funky beats collide. We were lucky enough to sit down with Shelly Dennis of Disco Witch Brewing, and we shared a few drinks and talked about her dream of opening a brewery, the inspiration behind it, expansion projects, and champagne Sundays. Listening to that makes me want to go back right now. I know. How badly do you wish we lived closer to Disco Witch Brewing? Because it's like on the other end of the world from us. I know. So badly that we were already looking for air beer and bees to <laughs> oh, <yeah>. buy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a new business plan. I'm in. <laughs> well, since we can't be there at the moment, let's talk about what we drank during our visit. Oh, yeah. We shared that um, the beer flight. Yeah, which was so cute. It was in their custom-made flight, which looks like a vinyl, mm-hmm. which is so cool. Um, so I drank the Night Fever Porter and the Strawberry Fields Forever. Um, Night Fever Porter is an American Porter 4.45 ABV. Um, it was so easy to drink. It's just one of those beers that you could just crush and absolutely buy a crawler of it to take home, which I think I did. Which you did. Yeah. (laughs) Cause I was like, this is an awesome beer. Yeah. Um, and then the other one that, uh, was kind of fun was the Strawberry Fields Forever. It's an American pale ale wheat beer, 6% ABV. Um, it's finished with strawberries and hibiscus. And at first I was kind of like, eh, I'm not sure. It had a, like a beer forward flavor. And as you know, I'm more of a sour fan. But as I let it open up, because I drank the porter first, uh, it the flavor totally changed. And it ended up reminding me of that um, cereal, the strawberry Frankenberry. It was <laughs> awesome. So I ended up really liking that one a lot, too. Like Count Chocula. Yes. <laughs> um, so on the flight, I had the Strange Magic, which was an Oktoberfest Martzen. Um, I had Earth, Wind, and Pretzels, which was an Imperial Blonde Ale, and that one was my favorite, um, and it was 6.7 ABV. I It tasted a lot lighter than that, but it tasted like a soft pretzel. <laughs> it was so good. I, I did bring a crawler home I can't of that. wait to try that one. Mm-hmm. And then I also had Breakfast in America, which was Maple Bacon, uh, Maple Bacon Brown Sugar Blonde Ale, and we got that one for the boys because that was very bacony, but... As much as I don't like bacon, I kind of, I guess, like liquid bacon in that beer. <laughs> I, I love like flavorful beers, like the craft breweries that have all those fun flavors and you really taste, you know, the, the concept behind them. And Disco Witch nails it because all those those flavors I thought were, um, or all those beers were so flavorful. Yeah. And I have to say, I'm just obsessed with everything, the beer, the space, and I really love how much they love music and you Mm -hmm. can see that everywhere from the vinyl um flight racks and the names of all the beers are names of songs it was just so cool I know how fun would that be to name the beers after songs and bands and and all things music and her custom sound system is so cool we talked about that during the interview and the chalkboard where you can leave some love you know for the team at Disco Witch even the art in the bathrooms oh yeah (laughs) cassette tapes and uh, records it was really cool Mm -hmm. yeah um so and Oh my God, the amount of events that they host there is Seriously. insane. I thought yes. we did a lot. 
Shelly is a one-woman army. I mean, she has an incredible team working with her, but that girl just gets stuff done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we really have to go back when they do name that tune. Yes, because that's is your one of their events. I know. It should be Beat Molly. <laughs> I like that name even better. <laughs> Um, yeah, so Shelly, thank you so much for inviting us into the awesomeness that is Disco Witch Brewing. We really enjoyed getting boozy with you, and we hope to carry on this relationship to some other craft breweries as well. Come with us. You're blonde. You're boozy. I know. You're an honorary boozy blonde for sure. <laughs> so, Lushes, the next time you find yourself near Yuli, Florida, make sure you add Disco Witch Brewery to your agenda. Cheers. Cheers. Welcome back, Lushes. Today is a special occasion because we're here at Disco Witch Brewing in Yuli, Florida with the one and only Shelly Dennis, who we actually met when we were first starting our podcast. <laughs> Yay, we are so happy to be here, Shelly. Can you introduce yourself and your brewery to our listeners? Absolutely. So I am, as you said, Shelly Dennis, and my brewery is Disco Witch Brewing in Yuli, Florida, which is just north of Jacksonville. Um, we are, we do 16 taps of our own beer. We have, um, cider, seltzer, sours, wine, um, non-alcoholic beer, non-alcoholic kombucha, CBD seltzer. We have something for everyone. A little bit of food. Yeah. Oh, that's a little bit of food. Yes. Food. (laughs) And we allow you to bring food in from anywhere as well. So we have, uh, we have a pizza place right next door. We allow you to bring food in from anywhere. That's fantastic. So to give you guys just a little background, the Boozy Bros get all the credit for introducing <laughs> us to Shelly. That's Rainer and Phil, our husbands. So um, Shelly, we first met you and Jeff at Dog Rose Brewing in St. Augustine. Phil and Rainer overheard you, I think, talking at the bog about disco and yeah. brewing, and they knew we had to meet you. So yeah. they were our good little scouters that I'm day. so proud of them for doing our jobs while we were drinking and taking pictures. They were awesome. Well, drinking is a really serious I mean, job. you know. So you were doing your it's job. research. Exactly. But I, I remember I we were completely enthralled with the concept that you told us about um, beer and music, two of our favorite things. Mm-hmm. So can you tell us a little about how you came up with the name and the concept for your brewery? Yeah. So um, Disco Witch, when I lived in upstate New York, I lived in a little... Uh, a little town near a old historic village called Ballston Spa, New York, and it was settled in the late 1700s. And every year around October, somewhere around Halloween, they do a witches' walk. And so, three to four hundred women come into the town. They dress like witches, and they do a pub crawl to raise money for animal shelters in the That's area. Awesome. So, me and four friends decided we were going to go as the decade witches. So they chose first. They chose 50s, 60s, 80s, 90s, knowing that I love disco in the 70s so I was so excited and and screamed out I get to be the disco witch well I couldn't go um, because I got sick so I had a custom hat made which is above my bar and um, we did a custom outfit and I retired six months later and moved here to Yuli and had never been here before didn't have any idea what Amelia Island was Fernandina Beach got really bored because six days after I moved here, COVID hit and oh. everything shut down. Yeah. So I started um, brewing beer on my pool deck. So I taught myself how to brew and was brewing two to three times a week. So we gave away probably 2,500 bottles of beer to people in about oh a year and God. a half and said, here, try this, try this, try this. So for Christmas, my husband bought me a pallet of bottles and had them delivered to my driveway. Oh, that's awesome. So, yeah, so sweet. <laughs> 
showers. I just want bottles. <laughs> so um, I didn't even know how to keg until I opened up the brewery. I had never, ever kegged. So um, we about a year, year and a half after that, we said, okay, let's, let's open a brewery. This is fun. So I came out of retirement. I've never had more fun, but I've never worked harder in my life. And it is such a blast. So people are so happy when they drink beer. Yeah, um, I agree. And the concept here was everything that I loved from everywhere. So when we went to wine bars and breweries, I loved things like my brick wall. My sound system is second to none. My brother is my sound guy. Um, he's in New York. So we have a sound system that was built for us in Italy and painted to match my ceiling. So wow. that would kind of disappear, shipped to us on two pallets. And it actually has all kinds of features that are way over most people's heads, but um, it's a super fun space. And then we did blingy tap handles and my Studio 54 Moon and a chalkboard for people to write on. And we have really cool table seating, but we also have leather chairs in the front. So I wanted you to be comfortable whether you were here in shorts and flip-flops or a floor-length gown and a yeah. three-piece suit. And at night, the dance lights come on, the music goes up. So it just depends on the crowd. I can change it at any minute. So that's awesome. very fun. And it's a Monday night right now, and it's packed. Like, yeah. You know, like when we walked it's in, happening. I was like, oh, it's Monday. And we have a new space going in next door. Really? So, and yeah, I'll tell you about that afterwards. We have a new new venue that opens up another 1,400 square feet to seat another, we can seat 85 people in here. That side will seat 50. Wow. And it'll have its own bar over there with eight taps and two more bathrooms. So we'll have two, two bars, five bathrooms, and what, 24 taps plus all the other stuff. So wow. I love how you are talking about all the different um, drinks you offer for everybody, not yeah. just beer, but wine, non-alcoholic options. There's plenty of bathrooms now because, yeah. you know, everybody starts drinking in yeah. the place, so that's great. Yeah, the county goes, you only need two bathrooms. I said, I'm sorry, we serve beer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we need three. Thank you. And I love that there are the we don't care bathrooms. There's pirates, bears, aliens. It says just wash your hands. Yep. <laughs> we don't care. We, don't, we just want everyone to feel welcome no matter who you are, how you identify, what you're dressed as today. Yeah. I really don't care. Just come in and have fun and wash your hands. That's awesome. So you have, you know, as far as your history in brewing beer, what is this year? It's 2022. Yep. The end of 2022. Yep. Um, so you have two years experience. You started right two, after COVID. two years of experience brewing. I have 20 years of experience drinking. So okay. That's amazing. I was a professional beer Those drinker. Those are good yeah. That's right. Yeah. It was only a matter of time. Of experience. Exactly. That's all you need to know what you like, and then you just a couple years to figure out how to do it. Well, Chrissy, we didn't even mention our dough, speaking of beer. Oh, my I was gosh, just going to yes. say, for like, this is amazing beer. Chrissy and I have a flight. And the flight is the cutest. It looks like a vinyl record. Yes. Yeah. I love it so much. Yeah. We created those flight boards so that you can't drop the glass when you carry it. I was very scared when I picked it up because I was like doing it so slow. Nope. Like, is it going to catch? Nope. Oh, there's, catch it. You're good. Yeah. <laughs> but right on theme with everything else. Yes. So, so yeah, Chrissy and I chose a variety of five of your beers. And Shelly, what are you drinking? I am drinking You Sexy Thing Hot Chocolate Milk Stout. Mm, sounds that amazing. That sounds so good. I'm drinking the porter out of the plate, and I really like that one. It's yummy. Mm-hmm. And right now I'm drinking the Strange Magic Oktoberfest, complete with a cinnamon and sugar rim. Yes. Which I licked, and now Chrissy won't drink yeah. it. <laughs> she licked it, so it's hers. Nice. <laughs> oh so, you know, with all these amazing 
beers and you know the probably like 30 months or so you've been brewing now what's your craziest concoction um it could be we have one called Disco Inferno that is not on right now. The tap kicked a couple weeks ago, and we're going to do more. And that is a, a Kolsch made with pineapple and boonie peppers. So boonie peppers are typically grown in Guam. Most people don't know what they are. They're about three-quarters of an inch by a quarter of an inch, little tiny red chili pepper. So we, it take, when I was home brewing, it would take a third of an ounce of boonie peppers to flavor 48 bottles of beer. Wow. So they're very strong. And we soak them in alcohol for six weeks to make them aseptic, and then we we um, flavor the Kolsch with that. So that's kind of fun. It's really fruity at the front and ice cold, and then really, really warm, and every sip builds on the, the last one. So by the time you're done with your pint, you're kind of like, ooh, you're kind of feeling it. So that's a fun one, and our Earth, Wind, and Pretzels is the one that surprises everyone. So that was the third beer I ever brewed, and it's a, a salted pretzel blonde ale. And it tastes third beer you ever brewed. Third brew beer I ever brewed. So I I started off really creative, and I said let's take a blonde ale and let's make it taste like pretzels. So we use um, some malt that makes it a little caramelly and tastes like a sweet cracker, and then it finishes like a like a salted pretzel. It's kind of fun. That's it awesome. does have that right here on our plate. It does taste like a pretzel. Like you, hundred percent. There's no. It's awesome. Guessing what the flavor is. Yeah. And I love salt. So salty. Yeah. We have people that'll so actually good. take salt, put it on their hand, like they're doing a shot yeah. of tequila. They take a sip of the beer and they lick the salt off their hand. And we have people that'll sprinkle it in the beer too. You it's took the, the like the combo of beer and pretzels and just made it one. Yeah. That's Your perfect. brain doesn't know if it should yeah. like swallow or chew. You're like, hey, what's happening? <laughs> I don't really know what's happening. We were just at a um, Oktoberfest and we saw people wearing um, pretzel necklaces. Oh, really? I was like, that's genius. But this elevates it to the you next level. No matter where you go, you always have a snack. Yes, exactly. beer and pretzels. <laughs> It was really cool. And it's like chewing on my jewelry. Yeah. yeah exactly. It's like a candy necklace for beer drinkers. That's perfect. I loved it. Wasn't that to love? <laughs> so we saw your interview on River City Live, and they said you are one of three female microbrewers in the area. Yes. Um, are you a member of the Pink Boot Society? I am. So for listeners who may not know, Pink Boot Society is a nonprofit organization with international membership which supports women working in the brewing profession, especially in creating craft beer. So, and I will tell you, we actually use, uh, for those people who know, Pink Boot Society every year creates a hops blend. All of their members get a chance to vote on what goes into that hops blend. There's typically anywhere between three and five different hops that go into it. And so this year, we decided for our first Pink Boots blend beer, we created a beer that is all of the, well, a dollar of every pint goes to our local domestic violence shelter here. They're called Micah's Place. And we call that beer I Will Survive IPA. And so what we did is we let uh, some of our beer tenders go in to the brew house and brew that day so they could learn how to brew beer. And so they took a little bit more ownership in it. And we're always super active in our community, but that was one where every month we write a new check to Micah's Place Domestic Violence Services, and it's all based on the I Will Survive beer made with Pink Boots hops. So that's super really nice. fun. Yeah. yeah. That's great. And it's so nice to be able to give back to your community when you it. do have a successful business, yeah. you know. So I love that story. Well, I think giving back to your community is what makes you a successful business. Yeah. If, it's the thing that if you choose to keep it all for yourself, I, you know, I, I think that there's something to be said for being able to give back to your community. 
even if it's a dollar, just yeah. do something. Yeah, do something they're supporting help. you, yeah. so it all goes full circle, yeah. you know? Exactly. I think that's what we've learned in just doing the podcast is that um, just this industry is such a community yeah. in itself. Yeah. And it connects with community, and so when you can find a way to make that all work together, that's just successful well, for everyone. And we even did something with um, I Support the Girls, which just did a shipment of stuff, I believe, down where you, where you guys are. Um, so they collect... Um, bras, underwear, and feminine hygiene products for um, girls and women in homeless shelters, in foster homes, in schools. So there, are, we just did a big, huge collection in, in like a week and a half. We collected huge, like 55-gallon trash can liners filled with all those products, and they just wow. came to pick them up. So, oh, wow. That's fantastic. So it's nice to just give back yeah. to the community anywhere you can. I love that. So you moved down here mm-hmm. and you got bored after six days. Yes. And so you thought, I should I should learn how to brew and you know what? I should open a brewery. <laughs> so yeah. I feel like that could be a train of thought for a lot of us. Well not I should say us. I and mean, we helped Chrissy's husband homebrew back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> That's how this all started. Years See? Ago. It's a dangerous thing. And it thing. almost stopped because that was a fail. Uh-huh. Our home brewing was a major fail. Only because the keg exploded in the closet and like coated all of my clothes and oh. I was like, Oh yeah, this can't happen again. <laughs> we're, we're done. <laughs> we had some bottle bombs in our house. So because I didn't keg when I was homebrewing, we were putting everything in bottles and we had some bottles explode. Yeah. And um, you know, I've I've learned I've learned not to keep homebrew bottles in my in my closet yeah, anymore. Yeah. 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 Yep. Doesn't work out well Learned unless you like quick. unless you want all of your clothes to smell like beer, which yeah. might be cool, but it kind of sketchy. It was so. like the first dark beer he did to oh. a keg so it just like ruined. Everywhere. Yes. Everywhere. Yeah. Well I think that for me so I, I retired when I was 51 which was early but um, I think that for me my biggest thing is reminding people that uh, first of all you can pivot if you make a decision whether it's because I want to retire or I want to change jobs or I want to whatever. If you don't like what you're doing, just change direction. Who cares? Yeah. It's not a failure. It just means that you're adventurous. Mm-hmm. So if you're 52, if you're 62, if you're 72, and you decide you want to do something different, go do it. Yeah. Um, the world's not going to stop spinning, so just go do it. And if, if you find out it's not what you want, then pivot. Go do something else. It's okay. But it might be awesome. Mm-hmm. And in this case, it was amazing and... And I'm so glad I did, and I'd love to be an inspiration for other people who think, oh, you know, I've just always done it this way, so I'll just continue. No, it doesn't bring you joy. Do something different. Absolutely. We were talking a little bit before we started recording, and um, you could definitely tell your passion for this. I love it. (laughs) And I love that you said that you do what the brewing the way you want to do it. Yeah. To make the beer you want to make. I love it. So I, I do now have a brewer that works for me. His name is Ben McFalls. He's amazing. He's from a place in Boone, North Carolina called Boonshine Brewing. He is a really traditional, awesome brewer. And he knew when I hired him that he was going to be brewing my recipes to start. And I'm sure he looked at me and his eyes glazed over and was like, <laughs> what in the hell is a salted pretzel imperial blonde? Um, and we quickly... We, we quickly changed that to, this is awesome. So, yeah. so now he, um, he, I mean, he's such a good guy, but I can't lift those bags, and I don't know how to, how to brew on massive equipment anyway. So the good thing is I have him on board, 
And so he's more of the scientist and I'm more of the creative person. Mm-hmm. Um, but now we're, we've, we've, actually not slowly, we've quickly converted him to be, to be quite adventurous in his beer brewing. So, which makes me giddy because there are so many traditional brewers out there, very rigid, and I get it. You know, if you want to brew this beer and you want it to have exactly this amount of a grain bill of this or that, that's cool. My goal is to make sure that my beer tastes amazing. I really don't care. Yeah. Well, I like these. I feel like it's a perfect marriage of just what you created here with beer and music because music is the same way. I feel like everyone finds the music they love. Exactly. You might have someone who like wants to make classical music the exact way. Exactly. And then you have somebody who just does what inspires them and makes them happy. And that drives the industry and what you guys are creating is changing what the industry is doing as a whole. So I just think it's really cool. Well, and I love what I do. I can't come in here every day and not love what I do. Yeah. So, so what do you wish you knew before you started? Um, <laughs> what do I wish I knew? I wish I knew how, I wish I knew how to build a brewery. So I, you know what, I will say this as a female, especially when I had to take this as a vanilla box space. So this space right here, the two spaces, uh, the brew house, the kitchen and the tap room are 3,650 square feet. When I did this, I, I don't know construction. I know how to do some things, but I don't know construction. So I was relying on contractors and a general contractor and, um, I didn't, I wish that I had continued to search. I wish that I had felt more comfortable with with not going with the first person who said, yeah, I'll take the job. Because it cost a lot more money. It took a lot more time. Um, and that was very frustrating for me. So by the time that I opened, even though it was still a short period of time, I'm originally from New York. We do things in a New York minute, and this is Florida, and they don't have that same clock. So it it was very frustrating for me because the fight that I had to get this to this point to try to make people understand um, things that you would think that they would understand to try to to try to make them understand my vision mm-hmm. was challenging and I didn't know how to speak their language and they didn't care to learn how to speak mine yeah so that was probably the thing I think I probably could have saved myself a couple hundred thousand dollars probably Which a lot of stress and a ton <laughs> of stress and um and I that's I think that's the thing that I really wish yeah. I had I had known in advance is you know what don't don't sacrifice any part of your dream yeah and just find people who who you feel like you 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 speak to them somehow mm-hmm. in more than just your words I mean they, it has to yeah. be somebody who understands your vision and that you can feel understands it in their heart. I don't want that to sound hokey, but... No, it, it makes the process a lot better. And, I mean, you never know because you walk in here and it looks amazing. It's so, so fun. I'm, I think they did a great job. This vision is beautiful. And you had to deal with building during COVID. It was Which makes things horrible. even more difficult. So I had to be here every single day from January 2nd until we opened on May 5th. Um, and it was, that's, it was... That's pretty quick with it, what you were dealing um, with. Actually, yeah, let, let me tell you. So I started it in <laughs> September. So it just finally took until January for me to figure out that I need to be here or else it's not going to get done the way I want it to. Yeah. So I was able to stop people as they were doing things and I would say, no, 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 that's not what we're doing. 
And then they would go, well, that's what's on the plan. And I'd say, well, then the plan is wrong. I'm, this is what we're doing. So Yeah, I'm here. This is I'm like, what this I is want. Mine. I am the disco witch. I'm telling you so, it's wrong. I will you cast a spell on you. Exactly. <laughs> Point magic wands at them. Yeah. Yeah. Make them scared. Um, so I think that was the thing. I wish that I had been more comfortable speaking to contractors or I had a contractor that was more comfortable um, explaining things to me and not not making me feel stupid. Yeah. I think some of them took a little bit of advantage of that in knowing that I didn't quite understand what they were talking about. Yeah, um, they want to do the things that are easiest for them yeah. or the way they, they like to in do In the them. long run, they learned that that was not the correct thing to do. Um, and so... That's what I'll say about that. <laughs> so, well, like Chrissy said, I mean, it's it's, it's great. awesome. In here. It's very fun. I mean, especially when you're talking about the custom um, speaker, the sound. Oh yeah. I looked up like, oh my god, it yeah. fun right in with all your ceilings and the, the disco decor. bar. And it's wow. amazing. We have all kinds of lights. We have um, gobo lights and moonflower lights. So the lights we dim are are. Um, track lights, and then we put on the rest of the dance lights, and the music in here goes up way higher than anybody should ever listen to music. So my brother, <laughs> my brother owns a company called Dennis Entertainment Group in New York, and so he installed everything. They flew down and tuned everything here, and it is a killer system. We have everything from the ability to, for musicians to plug into the walls, so they play through our speakers, so I control the sound. Um, we have an ambient mic in the ceiling, so it can turn itself up and down without me having to do it because it senses that people are talking louder. So it can turn the music up, and then it'll turn it down. Um, Things I don't think of. Yeah, you know. it's super but, fun. Yeah. Rainer would and love this. I know. <laughs> every single speaker is tuned. People that don't know, sound travels relatively slow compared to other things in the world, and so every single speaker is tuned in nanoseconds so that they all hit at the same time. Yeah. Nothing anybody in a brewery would ever care about. But I do because you don't realize you come in, you hear something different, it sounds different, everything tastes different, you're treated different, and you don't even get it yeah. as to why. And it's every little tiny detail that makes all of it come together, and then you go, whoa, what? So That's that was so my cool. goal. Her husband would totally appreciate all that. Because we'll go places and he's like, oh, the sound here, the acoustics. Yeah. Which, which we don't yeah. get, but then also, He's annoyed by our voices, so <laughs> maybe we just don't hear things. I know. <laughs> my husband is annoyed by mine too. Yeah, I was, I was you know how to tune certain things out. Exactly. Yes. I mean, absolutely. Like, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I tell him, I'm like, I have the voice that cuts through concrete, so <laughs> yeah. I can blast through that wall, that brick wall. I like my to voice, say probably. it's a voice that gets things done. Yes, it is. <laughs> I yeah, love like, that. You don't want to hear us say it twice. Absolutely blast. Exactly. Get us going. The three of us Stand together next yeah. to the wall and just crumble bricks and mortar. We'd be like a siren. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> the windows would crack. Exactly. That's too funny. I love it. Oh, oh my gosh. So with, I mean, you just went through like all these amazing customized yeah. components of your brewery. So what's your biggest win or achievement here so far? Um, my biggest achievement. I, you know, I, that's a really hard one. I think the biggest thing for me has been trying to figure out how to fit into a community that traditionally was very reserved, maybe? Was very, um, there's this, you know what, actually, it just kind of dawned on me. There's always been a different, a, 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 a dividing line, an invisible line, which we call OTB or over the bridge. 
<laughs> so we have um, we have people on Amelia Island and Fernandina Beach. Fernandina Beach, um, technically, the, the zip code is right next door and across the street. I'm actually the beginning of Yuli on this side. So there's always been this this dividing thing between Fernandina Beach residents and Yuli residents. Something that I've never quite understood. Um, and I feel like we have become the space where that doesn't matter. So we call them OTBers. They come over the bridge. We actually have new shirts being made that on the back say Disco Witch Brewing, the most fun you'll have OTB. <laughs> the only people that will understand that are people that live on Amelia Island. So we get people off the island that come every day. We get people in Yuli that don't have to go over the island or over the bridge now that come here. And everybody here is all equal. Um, we love everyone. Um, we play music for almost everyone. Um, we, it doesn't matter who you are. If you're a good human being, this is the place for you to hang out. And all of our shows, we have ticketed shows um, a couple times a month, plus regular shows. From the day I opened, my ticketed shows have been sold out every single month. You wow. need an air high five so you don't Air high five! Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. So I think just being the, the meeting place that no one that they didn't have. Yeah, yeah. You know, we all have both both towns have breweries. The problem was that people never really came together that I could see. Maybe they did, and maybe I just didn't see it. And so we're we're drawing them in. We're a member of the Chamber of Commerce too. So we had a Chamber of Commerce mixer here, and we do a lot of offsite stuff too. Yeah. So um, like Amelia Island is doing their Dickens on Center, their um, Enchanted Village, which you get to. To eat and drink in snow globes. Oh, that's so cool. We are the exclusive beer and wine provider that? for that this yeah. year. Oh my god! When does so that start? That's December 8th, 9th, 10th, and 11th. Oh wow. And tickets are available online. Um, I don't remember how you got to get to them, but if you type in uh, Dickens on Center, C E N T R E, um, you can actually rent a snow globe for an hour. We serve you beer and wine. Um, they have grazing boxes done by a friend of mine who uh, owns a great company called Lux Picnics by Les. So it's like little charcuterie boxes and every Speaking snow globe is, is decorated different. Some have pillows on the ground and Christmas trees in them and so you get them for an hour and it's the most magical experience so and we bad. all dress in Victorian attire. That's what I was going to ask you dress up. Yeah. Oh my god. So it's super like, fun. Like the Dickens. Dickens. Yeah. Yes. That's exactly what it is. Oh that yep. sounds incredible. Yep. That's so exciting. But that's awesome that you are that that brewery for this community. Yeah, we've only been open for six months. And it's kind of cool that you're right on that dividing line yep. because you're bringing everyone together and you're kind of opening something new up yeah. for everybody. It's, you know what, it's, I want people to understand. They will come over the bridge now. They will come OTV. <laughs> and now we're all, OTV. exactly, life is hard. Yeah. Like why not? Why why not make it easier? By let's all just love each other. Yeah. It sounds so weird, but that's just my thing. So obviously this is a huge success, and we would love to hear your advice for someone wanting to open their own brewery. Um, don't listen to the hype. Do it your way. Um, make your beer your way as long as it's safe. So my thing is cleanliness and sanitation are like of the utmost importance. Customer service is super important. And do it your way. Don't do it the way everybody else is doing it. There are already 100 million people doing it that way. So if you want to stand out, do what what you feel in your heart is the right thing to do, even if it's hard. Even if you don't think anybody's going to agree. Because I do some things here that not everyone agrees with. 
and that's okay. And I've ruffled some feathers, and it's not intentional, but I, I work with a very strong moral compass. And so I know that what I'm doing is right for me and for my community. And if somebody else thinks otherwise, that's not my business. So, so do it your way. And make sure that you spend time to create a really good business plan because you need to get people on your side to do it your way unless you're independently wealthy. And just make the beer you want to make. But make beer that everybody wants too. You can't just make IPAs and you can't just make, you know, Pilsners. You can't, you got to do something for everybody. But do it with joy and don't listen to those people. And there are tons of them. Don't listen to those people who are going to tell you that it shouldn't be done that way. Because it's your way, and it's your brewery, and it's your business. So you have to live with yourself. That's great. Great advice. That's kind of like our podcast, though. We're not for everyone. Yeah. Right. But, that's that's know, literally, like, like the first thing we said on day one. We're like, we are not for everyone. Right. This podcast is more for us. And if right. you love it, we're glad you love it. Stay with us. If not, yeah. find something else. And but, you know, but we go around to different breweries, right. different bars. It's not always just beer. Right. You know, yeah. We try to appeal to more of the masses, yeah. but, but you're going to have your core yeah. Well, you fans. have to. And, and to remember that, even though I say I can't be all things to all people, doesn't mean I'm not trying. Mm-hmm. All right, so we talked a little bit about Yuli. Um, what before before Disco Witch came into town? Yeah. What is what was this area known for, and why did you choose to open your brewery here? A lot of people think of Yuli still as like farm land, which it's not. No, it's really growing here. It's yeah. No, Nassau County is adding 400 new households a month to this, which was something I had to learn in order to write a successful business plan. Um, so right now. Yuli had one brewery, um, SJ Brewing, great, great couple. Sean and Joanne are great. They brew solid beer. Um, they're right down the road from us and actually helped us when we first opened. We were missing some equipment, and they said, okay, we're not open, but come on down. We're down here brewing, so you can come and grab the equipment you need and bring it back to us tomorrow. It's very neighborly. So that was so nice. And um, I think, really, Yuli was just, it didn't have a lot here. And I've only been here two and a half years. So to me, I've been to some really rural places. This is not rural at all. But to people that live here, they're like, oh, it's all farmland. No, it's not. Um, so I think, I think it was just very, it was very sleepy, if you will. And you had to go to Jacksonville or you had to go onto the island. The island isn't growing any more land. So it's mm-hmm. pretty much at capacity. So now with all these new people moving in, and we're the first exit into Florida, so we have a lot of people that live in Georgia that yep. that uh, or work in Georgia live here. So it's a great area. It's I mean it's really nice. It's got a little of everything. It's it doesn't have a city, but we're close enough to Jacksonville. That's all we need. Close to Jacksonville, close to great places in Georgia. Yeah, it's not super hot because you're in North Florida. Exactly, you have seasons. By you the still water, have, you're right near the airport. <laughs> yeah, you're right off of 95. So I mean, you can get anywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a, it's just a little bit of everything for everybody. So let's talk a little bit about future plans. I know we touched on this earlier, but do you have plans for expansion? I do. So once we were open four months, we already had an expansion plan, which we didn't know about. So our (laughs) landlord offered us another 1,400 square feet next door on the other side of the brick wall. So we are right now sitting in the Disco Witch tap room. That particular room will be called the Disco Witch broom closet. Oh, nice. So the broom closet is going to be another 50 seats with its own bar with eight taps and two more bathrooms. Um, it'll have the ability to be rented out as an event space. Right now when we rent out this tap room, if it's a private event, then there's a cost for that because I have to close to the public. Mm-hmm. 
We do semi-private events too, but um, since a lot of our events are sold out, I also have to close to the public because I'm at capacity. So in the future, that should be open in the next 60 days, hopefully. Wow. Um, so by the time this podcast yeah, releases, I think might the be the closet. closet. The Brimming Closet. Yeah, so you'll be able to go over there. There will also be, the one thing that you'll notice in here, it's only music. My TVs, one has the untapped menu on it. The other one typically has music documentaries. Um, we don't do sports in the tap room. That side will have five TVs that will be dedicated just to sporting events. Okay. So now when, I don't know, let's use the traditional thought. When he wants to go over and watch football, she can hang out over here and listen to whatever, jazz, disco, That's rock, great. whatever we have. You can go back and forth between the two spaces so that you can have, there will be different beer tapped over there too. Um, if you want to rent it out for an event, you can choose what beer you want. We'll even rename the beer for you to match wow. your event so that you can, it can all be, you know, we'll eat, rename it for a, so cool. for a night and give you a special menu so that Aww. you can call it something different that matches your event. We don't care. That's really cool. You do so much, Shelly. Yeah. Holy cow. I, I can see you having weddings and stuff over it's there. It's so fun. We actually already have a baby shower scheduled Aww. for over there, which I chuckle about. Those are the um, best baby showers. Yeah, we saw that. We saw one yeah. in Miami and I was like, this is, this is what baby need. shower should be. Yeah. We just had a, we had a 72-year-old woman just host a bridal shower in here for um, actually, a 70-year-old woman that did it for a 72-year-old woman who's getting married. Oh, wow. So, it was awesome. When people have parties here, we even do, um, we take requests all the time. We do lip-sync parties. So they turn into lip-sync parties. I remember you told us that when we very first met you. So and I was funny. like, yes, I can get down with that. It is so fun. You get to turn into a crazy rock star, whatever you want to be. For like three minutes, and now yeah. we have people. Yeah, we have people that come in, and they're so shy. We just had um, our Halloween party just turned uh, last week. Just turned yeah. into a lip sync party. That's Aww. awesome. And um, we had people that were out. We give them a turned off microphone, and they work the crowd if they want, or stay on the oh the um, stage and crank the music. And the most like introverted people turn into the greatest rock and pop stars yeah. you've ever seen. Aww. Everyone's talented when the mic's off. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So the new space, yeah. is it going to have um, an entrance from this current it, space? It will. Okay. So we'll have, originally I was going to do a, just a plain old glass door, like in the front. Then I decided that that was too boring. Too so traditional. I just, yeah, exactly. So we decided <laughs> we're going to do like a 36-inch wide, so it's handicap accessible, closet door that's going to say broom closet on it cool. and we'll put um at some point we're going to have a little light above it so when the light is on you'll know that it's open over oh, there cool. and if the light is off it means i don't have a beer tender over there or there's a special event i like can't that go in. um we were it's looking like a recording studio yeah exactly so it's, it's just like trying to find cool things for everybody to do that's awesome. I well, love that idea. Well, when you're ready for our siren voices to help you break down that yes. wall, call us I'm going to call you. Do it. All the boozy blondes. I'll send a shuttle for you so that then you can, <laughs> oh, yeah. you can right. come, yes. come and drink here. with me, uh -huh. and then we can all scream the wall We need down. a whole weekend for Exactly. <laughs> We've started vetting different drivers in St. Augustine from when we've come up to Jacksonville. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Um, so we've been following Disco Witch on Instagram since we met you, mm -hmm. and we really love how you shared some much of the behind the scenes aspect leading up to the opening of the brewery and all your fun events we just talked about like the lip sync parties yeah. and stuff you have monthly drag bingo drag shows monthly comedy shows live music djs yep. tarot card reading 80s heart like 
go on everything. We just and we're starting name that tune next week, so we'll do that every month. That's her. That's her game. Yeah, that's what we're doing that next month. So the second Monday of every month, we'll do name that tune. And the last Monday of this month, we're doing Hops for Heroes, which is beer, and it's actually a dollar off of everything for um, all of our first responders. Oh, wow. And I've been That's telling great. everyone, if you're not a first responder, come out that night and thank one. Yeah. yeah. And um, so we're trying, to, yeah, we're trying to do yeah. something for everyone here. We want to make sure that the whole community is involved. We're kid-friendly during the day. If I have an event, only events that are over 21 or anything that involves a comedian or a drag queen. I only do drag stuff one day a month. Um, the rest of it is open to everything else. Um, and we're always looking for suggestions. So if people want stuff, don't hesitate to come in and tell me what you want because there's a pretty good chance it's going to happen. Wow. So where is the best place for guests to find out about all the, your upcoming events? The best place is really on my website. My website is updated uh, constantly. I do my own website. I do all my own social media. So the website is discowitchbrewing.com. And if you go on there, you'll see information about our our beer, though my beer menu is not on there because it changes all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, the events are all on there, however. Most events are free. If it does need a ticket, it'll take you to a link right to my point of sale system, so you can do it in a secure spot with your credit card online. And that is updated every single time that I do anything, usually multiple times a week. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook. but Yes, we stalk you on Instagram. Yeah, for what's sure. your Instagram yeah. handle? Uh, you got me on that one. I think it's Disco Witch Brewing. Disco Witch Brewing. I don't yeah. know. I'm like, shoot, I don't even know. I created it. Now I'm like, shoot, what is it? I don't know. Um, so the one that has totally piqued my interest mm-hmm. is Sunday Champagne and Charcuterie. So can you tell us fun. about that? So Sundays are totally different vibe. It's jazz and a little bit of house music mixed in all day long. We're open noon to seven. I do custom-made charcuterie boards every Sunday. I come in at 9 o'clock in the morning, and I make them uh, myself. There's usually a limited number, depending on what I'm putting in it. Um, depends on how many there are. It could be anywhere from 8 to 20 of them. And they are different every single week. They have different... We've done a Caprese board. We did a, um, a tailgating board, which actually was a charcuterie board, not only with just meat and cheese, but it had chicken wings, meatballs. Um, meatballs. It had blue cheese and ranch and and celery and carrots and all kinds of fun stuff. We did a um, an Oktoberfest one with all kinds of different pretzels. We do something different all the time. I want to live here on Sundays because, first of all, you had me at champagne and charcuterie, yeah. but I didn't know there was jazz. Like, yeah. that's my jazz favorite. Jazz music. We have three different kinds of sparkling. We have a brute, a brute rosé and a prosecco. That sounds amazing. We try to make sure even our wine, whenever possible, has some sort of a music connection to it. So we carry Andrea Bocelli's family's um, Bocelli Prosecco. Uh-huh. They've been making wine for over 200 years in that family. So we do a little everything. So we do champagne cocktails. We do beer cocktails. Fun, fun. Yeah. Like those. So you don't have to just be a beer lover. Yeah. Did you say that you do a pre-order for the charcuterie boards? I do. So okay. you can go on my website, and there's a thing that says Sunday Champagne and Charcuterie. Is uh, Disco Witch Dog friendly? Uh, it is not. Unfortunately, we did not realize that by putting in a kitchen and not having an outdoor seating area, that's the I made it so that it's the kitchen and no outdoor that made it so they couldn't. Service animals are always okay. welcome, obviously. However, they do have to be true service animals. Right. Um, but unfortunately, I'm kid-friendly, but I'm not animal-friendly. 
And then what about how often do you release new beers? Um, I just released three in the last week. Um, typically I try to do a couple a month at least. I have a whole bunch in the back that are getting ready to be released that are all different flavors, so that'll be fun. And um, um, we're, we're always coming up with something new and exciting. We have a mug club membership here too, so we have a yeah, deal with them. We call there. it the beer coven. I know, I love I that. I love that. So um, it's full right now. We have actually, we have 55 members right now. Okay. We said we would limit it to 40, but we didn't. Um, <laughs> and so we make it so that our beer coven members have the opportunity to drink for at least two or three days. The first two or three days that a small batch is released, it's released only to them. And then we yeah, release yeah, it like to the, yeah we release it to the rest of the public after that. Cool. Um, but we get them all the time. How much is membership for Mug Club? Uh, typically, if you join, it goes September first to August thirty first. It's two hundred dollars a year, and for that you get an etched uh, mug which has our logo on the front and your nickname, name, whatever you want in the back. You get to take that home at the end of the Mug Club year, and if you decide to renew, you get a brand new mug the next year. Oh. You get, Two years we need some easy, easy mm-hmm. You get um, special beer coven t-shirts only for them. Oh, you get cute. two parties a year for you and a guest. You get to eat and drink all night for free. What? Um, you get a custom, yeah, no. custom bottle opener with your mug club membership on it. You get a new coupon. You'll see over there there's all those pieces of paper in it. Yeah. So the first of every month there's new coupons that go in. You get a free beer the month of your birthday, but then there's always something. To, this month they get free Nathan's hot dogs. Um, last month, hot dogs. Yeah. <laughs> last month they got um, 50% it's off Crowler. I know. Wow. So it's really fun. We're moving to Yuli. Yay! <laughs> What's not to love? That's no. awesome. We need to buy a house up here, Airbnb it, and yeah. stay here. So we can be here just for the weekend. Yes. Dr- Sundays. That's our spot. Champagne and charcuterie. Yeah, perfect. Oh, my God. So where can we find your beer? Is there a place that we can get it outside of the brewery? Unfortunately, no. So I made a promise to myself that I would not do distribution. Okay. Um, And the reason for that is because it would make my brewer have to work way harder for the same amount of money. I I want control over my beer and the quality of my beer, so I can control that by making sure my tap lines are clean and sanitized every 10 days. I have a short draw system, so they're super easy to do. Um, We also want to make sure that you come in to drink my beer, you talk to us. I want you to hang out and talk to me. Um, And I'm here all the time, so I talk to people all day long. And I want you to experience the, the whole atmosphere and love it and I want you to talk to like-minded people that are next to you and I think that's going to make your beer taste better anyway. Mm-hmm. For sure. It's all about the experience. Yeah, and I'm no, I'm so not ego-driven um, and so to me distribution has always kind of been that for me. Um, and so I'm like, yeah, you know what? I really like just offering it here. We do offer crowlers to go, 32-ounce crowlers. Perfect. I do not do refillable growlers, however, because it's a sanitation issue for me. But we offer beer to go, so you can Yeah, if you can get a crowler, that's perfect. Take crowlers and go home and drink them. I'm taking some home. That beautiful beer is... We're doing it this time. We always forget. I can imagine. No, we will not forget today. Okay, so this is how we like to end every episode. We like to ask a fast five, usually to each other, but... It's just like a test. You're in the hot seat. (laughs) No, because there's no wrong answers. But yeah, it's we'll see. Like yeah, whatever. So it's just uh, <laughs> the first thing that pops into your head. Oh, jeez. So okay. number one, what is your favorite beer to drink? Um, vanilla cream ale. What is your favorite non-beer to drink? Strawberry lemonade. Ooh. Hands down. 
what beer is your best seller? Uh, right now, it's my Strange Magic Oktoberfest. Um, which is really good, with or without the cinnamon sugar rim. <laughs> and otherwise, I have to say, it's usually Earth, Wind, and Pretzel, Salted Pretzel Blonde. I'm a fan. Yeah. I'm a big fan. I can't wait to try that. What is your favorite karaoke song? Oh. Um, you and Your Hand by Pink. Oh, good. <laughs> uh, so nobody you... wants to hear me karaoke. I've been told the same thing. Yeah. All right. <laughs> it's our blonde voices. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> all right. Number five. Uh, if you could have a drink with anyone at your bar, past, present, or future, who would it be? I would. I would have it with my mom. My mom is no longer living, and she passed away thirty-ish years, thirty-one years ago. Aww. And I would have it with my mom just to make sure that she liked it. My mom wasn't a beer drinker. Um, but uh, actually, she wasn't much of a drinker at all. Could not hold her alcohol. <laughs> I would want her to come in here and hang out and tell me what she thought, and then, uh, I would love her honest opinion. Oh, that would be really cool. Cheers, mom. Yes. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers, mom. Is there anything else you want listeners to know before we wrap up? I want you all to come in and drink a beer with me, and I want you to know that this is a safe space for everyone, and. No matter who you are, what you want to be, when you grow up, why grow up though? Um, I just want everyone to know this is this is a really cool labor of love where I feel like I want everyone to feel welcome, regardless of what you drink and what you believe. Just come in and have a beverage with us and listen to some music and make the world a better place. Well, cheers, Shelly. Thank you so yes. much Thank for being you. a guest that's it for this episode thanks for tuning in we'll be back soon with more boozy fun well and make sure to follow us on social media so you can get uh the drink of the day on wasted wednesdays on facebook we're forward slash boozy blondes on the gram we are at boozy.blondes and on youtube we're forward slash boozy blondes Visit our website for recipes and references from each episode at www.boozyblondes.com. We'd love to hear from you, so send us an email sharing your boozy stories and requests and pictures at boozyblondespodcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast so you never miss a chance to drink with us. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, and more. And don't forget to leave a review. The boozier, the better. If we love your toast to our show, we'll read it on air. Stay boozy. Cheers. Cheers.